0: Welcome to A Dopamine Kick. Yes, another ADHD podcast. We're your
1: hosts, Sparky and Shell.
0: Join us each week and we can hyper focus together on all things ADHD.
1: This is our journey to diagnosis the challenges, frustrations, and humour that come when living with ADHD as adults. Let the interrupting
0: begin. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 52 of A Dopamine Kick. Today we're going to be talking about the ADHD symptoms of hyperactivity and impulsivity.
1: I'm glad you said episode 52 because I was sitting there thinking, what episode are we on? What episode are we on? Oh no, but you've said it, so it's great. What was I going to say now? I've lost my train of
0: thought. (laughs) Strong start, (laughs) strong start, (laughs) Sparky.
1: We're talking about hyperactivity this week and all of the symptoms that you get with ADHD, with hyperactivity. Now we discussed... Now, this is going to be a little bit hard to follow. Not last week, but the week before we discussed symptoms of inattention and we did it over two episodes. So hopefully we're not going to drown on too long this week and we'll just be able to get through one episode talking about hyperactivity. But what we're going to do, just like last time, we are going to talk about each symptom in the DSM uh, that's uh, for hyperactivity. And then we're just going to give some examples of the things that we do. And hopefully we're going to give funny examples. Now, I know that having ADHD sometimes well most of the time it doesn't feel like a funny thing it's actually something that we deal with on a daily basis that can be quite stressful but because we're on the podcast we do like to bring a bit of positivity to every situation. So what we'll be doing is talking about some of the funny things and maybe some of the not-so-funny things as well along the journey. Oh, my
0: life. You're putting me under so much pressure. We did not plan this episode in advance. Like, I don't have any examples listed down. I thought we were just going to make them up on the fly. Yeah, we will. We'll just make <laughs> them up Now you've because... thrown in they've got to be humorous as well. No, no, they
1: don't <laughs> have to be humorous. What I mean is, like, you know, people that listen to the podcast know that... I'm always joking and laughing and I don't want people to sit here thinking if I do or we do joke and laugh about these symptoms like, oh, these are all just so many funny things that we do. When actually people might think, actually, these are quite, you know, debilitating? Deli- deli- I can't pronounce words. Debilitating. Words, right? Debilitating. That's it. These are quite debilitating. And I know that they are so just keep that in mind when you're listening. That's the case when we're talking about it. <laughs> I just can't help myself. I'm just maybe some of the symptoms that I've got like in this hyperactivity will explain why I am the way I am. Who knows?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: let's begin with uh, the first symptom of hyperactivity. The first symptom of hyperactivity shall help me out. OK, help right, me out.
0: <laughs> I, let me just take over here. So the first symptom that you're looking for um, is fidgets with Or taps hands or feet, squirms in seat.
1: This one is something that I do all the time. So I'm here right now. I'm swinging on my chair. I'm tapping the table. I'm hoping that doesn't appear in the uh, the sound of this podcast. And I just can't stop. So especially if I'm getting more and more stressed with something, or I'm talking to someone about something, I can't help but like flap. (laughs) That's what I call it—flapping around. And I know that you do this as well because I've seen you do it in times of stress. Yeah,
0: I'm all, I'm I'm always fidgeting with something. Like now, while we're recording, I've got like a a wire, like a computer <laughs> wire, in my hands, and I'm just like twisting it around and making knots out of it. And I probably shouldn't confess that. Actually, Jamie's going to kill me when he finds it's broken. Um, <laughs> this is probably
1: why the podcast <laughs> microphone broke, or it doesn't go in properly. Yeah, because maybe you're pulling at it all the time
0: because I was fidgeting with it. Yeah. So I'm always, I'm always fidgeting, but a lot of the time it's quite hidden. So uh, I'll like fidget with the seams inside my pockets or I'll um, move my big toe in circles in my shoes or I'll like move my tongue around in my mouth. Um, so yeah. yeah, I'm always moving something, but it isn't always obvious. Except for if I'm stressed or if I'm upset, then I'll start to visibly fidget. I think it's because my my brain is so consumed with being stressed and upset that it sort of forgets to hide.
1: Yeah. Fidgeting. Yeah, and that's that's the yeah. worst symptom of it because then it, you can't hide it as much and you know you're doing it. And then the more you try not to do it, the more you end up doing it because you're like, oh, just, just stay still, but you can't. Okay,
0: so the second one is leaves seat in situations when remaining seated is expected.
1: Now, you did mention this one before uh, in your psychiatry did, yeah. review uh, assessment. Um, and you said that you said you didn't do this because most people learn that as you grow older... There's a sort of social norm. So you can, this is where masking comes in. So you might want to leave the seat or you might be wondering, having wondering thoughts in your mind. But getting up and leaving the seat might be too stressful for you to do that. So,
0: yeah. So I would not, I would not leave a seat in a meeting. I suppose a little bit depends on who the meeting was with, but certainly with sort of more senior people absolutely would not I could be sitting there feeling like I was about to burst but I wouldn't get up out of my seat and walk around. I
1: think you used used this uh, one before wasn't it like you're at a train station and you can't stay still you're up.
0: Yeah on an aeroplane in an airport. Yeah
1: you're up and about wondering about um, and you can't stay still you can't stay seated and that could be another symptom of ADHD it doesn't actually have to be that scenario it can be
0: Many different well, there scenarios. isn't a scenario in the DSM. It just says when expected, so they don't specify that, like in meetings or in classrooms or anything like that. Yeah. It's just when, when you, sh- when remaining seated is expected. And that's the thing
1: with these these uh, things. You have to kind of read between the lines because if you just take it at face value. Uh, leave seat in situations when remaining expected, and then someone says to you, Oh, in a meeting, do you get up and walk out? And you're like, No, then it's gonna look like that symptom is not something that bothers you on a daily basis. But if someone rephrases it and puts it in a different way, like, do you actually sit still when this happens or this happens? You'll be able to say to yourself, Oh, actually, no, I don't. Uh, and yeah. I'm the same, can't sit still. If I'm waiting at a train station, I see people just sat there. Leisurely looking out, waiting for the train to come, for example. I can't do that. I'm pacing the floor, I'm checking my phone, I'm up and down, I'm actually sitting on the bench with my feet up, my feet down.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Lying down on the bench, slovenly. <laughs> this is something growing up that I didn't even realise was an ADHD ADHD symptom, but Slovenly would be what my mum used to use. Uh you just lolling around on things and Oh not yeah, sitting never up sitting straight. on something appropriately. Yeah. Like Rolling around <laughs> all over it <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that is another symptom of hyperactivity. And should say impulsivity as well because they're they're both Sort of in the same bracket here. So they they are hyperactivity and impulsivity, which is a large proportion of uh, this side of the symptoms as well. So the
0: next one is experiences, feelings of restlessness.
1: Now, this one, I suppose you can put in the same category as what we were just saying before, because leaving seats uh, in situations when remaining expected can also be feelings of restlessness but there is a little bit of a difference between the two so if you're expected to stay somewhere and you know you need to stay somewhere and you're up then that could be a symptom of restlessness but this one is just in general so feelings of restlessness anyway like not being able to settle not being able to sit down and watch a tv show and we discussed last week or not last week the week before about how sometimes you just can't sit down and watch a tv show you are literally your, your mind's elsewhere, you're restless, you're checking your emails, you're yeah. replying to people when you should be watching a TV show and that can make it really difficult to actually get on with your daily life because sometimes you'll be like, oh, well, let's have a movie night but then at the time you said it, you, you you really wanted to do it but then at the time you've got to sit down and watch a movie, it's like the last thing you want to do because you can't sit down, be quiet and just enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know if you if Definitely. you get any of these things. Yeah,
0: I feel I feel restless a lot. Like if I try and do things that are more quiet or, or uh, more sedentary, I do get like a, a restless energy and my fidgeting gets a lot worse as well when I'm um, feeling restless.
1: Well, we talked about this, didn't we, the other day? Like I said to show, you need to just relax a little bit more. You need to just sit down. You need to do the self-care thing that we talked about. And we realised in that moment, and I think we realised it before anyway, it's actually really difficult to do that. So you can talk about self-care all you like, but unless you're in that mindset where you actually think, yeah, okay, this is what I need to do. It can be very difficult because all you're thinking about is, well, you're restless, so it's very difficult. So you need to learn how to relax. That's why I think it's really good that you're going to uh, see someone about trying to help yourself relax because I think it'll be really helpful to you uh, to to sit sit down yeah,
0: so. <laughs> and actually get yeah. and actually just, just to stay still just for an hour, be
1: with your own thoughts and enjoy that. And I think in this day and age, a lot of people actually struggle with this one. But again, it depends on how often it occurs. If you just do this occasionally, maybe it's not something to to actually place on ADHD. But if you're doing this all the time, you find it hard to relax all the time. And this could be uh, a reason why.
0: So the next one is, has difficulty engaging in quiet, leisurely activities? So I, when I first read this, I interpreted this as um, you know, sitting reading a book or, um, I don't know, sitting doing a painting or something like that, something where you wouldn't necessarily have a lot of noise and you'd be quite still. Um, but my psychiatrist gave a different example. So he said... Um, like say in the morning say if you had to um be out early before your partner in the morning would you be able to like get up get ready quietly and, and tiptoe out or are you like making a lot of noise <laughs> clattering around and like accidentally waking them up and yeah yeah that that I mean that definitely applies to me <laughs> in terms of quiet leisurely activities it it really depends if i just had like a half an hour set aside where i could read a book I probably wouldn't be able to do that on demand. Um, but if I'm yeah. hyper-focused on something, um, then I can sit sit engaged in it for a long time. With
1: me, I don't really do this one that often. I don't know. I, th- I know the symptoms kind of change a little bit as you go from a child to an adult. But as a child, <laughs> I would scream and shout and playing computer games. So... I'd go around my friend's house and we'd be playing like a game or something and I'd be bashing the buttons but I wouldn't just be bashing the buttons like say we're playing like a fighting game or something I wouldn't just be bashing the buttons quietly I'd be screaming Aah! as I'm doing it And uh, Yes, I've
0: played Tekken with you <laughs> I remember that And, uh,
1: yeah, I mean I still do it now, don't I? I think, I, yeah. I mean I don't
0: play this games This is like as a more. child <laughs>
1: <laughs> And uh, the parents would come up and be like can you just keep it down and I'd be okay for a few minutes and then I'd be back to doing it again. And so anything that gets me overexcited, um, or, you know, just very, what's the word called? i I can't, I can't pick, think of the word in my head now where you're overly excited about something, um, and you cross over that threshold, all of a sudden any noise level gets canceled out with me. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't, <laughs> so, and then people have to say, "shh," and I'm like, Oh, Sorry, I didn't realise I was being so loud. (laughs) But I also do struggle with uh, engaging in quiet, leisurely activities such as reading. I struggle to read a book. I get bored. Painting. I like painting. I like drawing, but I can't finish it because it's just too boring, like just sitting there quietly. So... I do struggle with those things as well. So I guess that, that symptom can that's be a that. Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely one, isn't it? <laughs> Although I said at the beginning I didn't have this one, but maybe I do.
0: Yeah. Okay, so the next one um, is, is on the go or acts as if driven by a motor. Hmm, right. With this one, I
1: don't like the word driven by a motor because it kind of makes it sound like you are a robot like being forced to do it it sounds a bit forceful like I'm being
0: forced. I kind of feel like that sometimes though like it when I'm that just constant need to always be busy and always be doing the next thing like it does almost feel like it's not in my control like something is pushing me forward and I can't rein that in or stop that
1: yeah but I mean you do still feel like you don't you like it doesn't feel like oh, someone's yeah, taken yeah, it's, over it's, your body. It's, it's not
0: like somebody's like you know, possessed you. me or, so, or yeah, possessed me, but it, it equally is not something that I can stop. Like, you know, if you just said to me, just take the day off, just sit and relax.
1: Yeah, you're always thinking about what you've got to do next, trying to do something, going on to the next yeah. task, doing this, this, yeah. this, this, this. And again, that's a symptom of hyperactivity and impulsivity as well. You know, you might be sitting there and thinking, Oh, you know, I've got to do this. And interestingly, I watched a video the other day, um, and it said that. People with ADHD struggle with having lots of tasks to do because it will go like this. So, for example, let's say you've got to go to the post office to pick something up and then you get a text message off a parent or a partner or a friend saying, can you do this for me? And then you'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And then you've got something else to do. So what happens is you'll go and do that thing for that person because it's more immediate because they need help. That actually you get burnt out. You forget to drop the thing at the post office. You forget to do the other thing. And you come back home. You're like, oh, I'm so exhausted because it feels too much. And that's why people with ADHD struggle making decisions and prioritising tasks because, as we said before, it's uh, executive
0: dysfunction. Yeah, isn't it?
1: executive dis- dysfunction, and also needing to do things that you feel are the most urgent usually because it's there's a pressure on it to get it done <laughs> when there's still a pressure there but there's no deadline
0: you're just yeah. gonna put
1: it off and off and off and off so uh,
0: a deadline is key for me I don't accomplish anything without a deadline
1: well you said this before didn't you you don't accomplish anything without a goal either maybe that's yeah. why maybe that's why I've just had an epiphany maybe that's why <laughs> that's maybe. why goals work for me yeah
0: that's maybe because I've set work my own you. deadline
1: yeah and maybe for me I get stressed by the goal, so I'll put it off. Oh, my God, it's all making sense now, wow. isn't it? Yeah, this is it's like, like a
0: revelation.
1: <laughs> uh, so any more about on the go, driven by a motor? No,
0: I think we've covered that one okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, so cool. the next one, uh, <laughs> <hilariously>, <laughs> I'm just looking at the next one. <laughs> yeah, so the next one is talking excessively, and hilariously is something I said that I didn't do in my assessment, um, despite the fact
1: don't, that don't. we've got
0: what? 30 don't. hours of me just yeah. talking on this podcast.
1: You can't say that one's not you. you can't. I
0: did though, I did. I was like, can't. no, I don't think I talk excessively.
1: <laughs> well, let me just put this into perspective. So anytime I've got a question about one of my animals and I'm asking Shell for advice, and I think, oh, you know, I don't really want to keep asking her stuff. But then you'll just come out with this and this and it'll just keep going and going and going. And I think... <laughs> i only really asked you about one thing and i'm getting all this information you're
0: like i just wanted a yes or no i didn't need a page i mean it's
1: good but again talking excessively is 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 something that if you listen to this podcast you'll know that we do just carry on talking and talking and repeating and talking and repeating so i don't know why you said that you didn't have that one i really don't i just can't i just i don't know
0: either honestly i I don't know how he managed to assess me because I basically gave incorrect answers for everything.
1: <laughs> he probably already knew. Come on, he probably thought Maybe. Um, she's talking excessively right now. Didn't you send him like a long email as well? And it was like excessively long. Oh yeah,
0: like a <laughs> like a page long email of like different answers to questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
1: in a way that um, can be a bad thing, but I guess in a way you can turn it into a positive. In
0: the two days between my assessment <laughs> and my final. I mean,
1: the thing is, you listen to these episodes back, we said to ourselves, we're only going to put 15 minutes on. 15 minutes on each episode, very light for people to listen to. It wasn't going to be a major thing. We're already at 18 minutes. We're not even at the end of the list, and we could have gone on and on and on and on about this. Oh, my life.
0: No, come on. We have to We have to crack on. We've established. We talk excessively. Blurts out answers. Right. The next one, it blurts out answers, which, again, I said I didn't do, um, but I'm pretty sure I do do. <laughs> on better reflection I'm sorry blurt out answers don't
1: do oh please
0: I know so bad but I think he gave it he gave examples of like um answering questions like it's almost like at school and so my my thinking was well I'm not at school anymore and I don't really have an opportunity to blurt out an answer but um no I definitely yeah in just normal conversation do blurt out answers as you know, and anyone who listens will know.
1: <laughs> Imagine if you were talking about, I don't know, uh, some sort of research study to do with animals, for example, and obviously you're a vet, so you know all about that. Would you be able to keep in your answers if you needed no. to yeah, <laughs> blurt no, it out? Well, actually. <laughs> I'd be a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've done this through with the medication. I've said, oh, wasn't well, actually. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. Look oh.
1: at this study here. <laughs>
0: I don't blurt out answers, um, I don't think
1: I, I'm that bad at this one. Do I blurt out answers?
0: What? <laughs> Fuck off. I, what? You definitely are.
1: What? blurt
0: out answers. You don't think you blurt stuff out? No,
1: I think I would say no to this one. Do you
0: really? I disagree. In what way? I'm going to I'm gonna go back through the podcast and I'm going to send you little voice clips of all the times that you've blurted out answers. No, I think
1: I interrupt and intrude. Oh, do I blurt out answers? Maybe I do. Maybe I actually do. I'm just trying to think. I mean, most of the time I have to say for this one is uh, I don't I don't really know much. So <laughs> Blurting out, I don't really know much about what I'm saying. So blurting out an answer probably would be wrong, but I probably blurt out wrong things or come out with things. Maybe I know you've said to me before, I've just come out. You never know what's going to come out of my mouth. So maybe that's Yeah, exactly. thing.
0: You'd just suddenly be like, oh, and that reminds me in like a complete tangent and take the conversation to somewhere completely different, usually about
1: dogs. Oh, actually, actually, <laughs> actually, I do. I do have an example for this one. So if someone asks me a film related question or a photography related question and they're talking about something, I will blow out answers. I'll be like, well, actually, uh, if you get this lens then you can do this and then I'll talk excessively about it and then I'll have difficulty remain quiet about it. So yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be, not wanting to wait my turn and interrupting other people. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I agree. We'll, I do we'll say yes for that one. one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, the, next, the next one is, has difficulty waiting their turn?
1: Definitely this um, one.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think we both definitely have that. We both really struggle to give each other space to talk. <laughs> and then quite linked, really. I, I don't know how you separate these two out, but... Um, interrupts or intrudes on others
1: well the way i would separate these out is difficulty waiting their turn so for example if you are at a supermarket or you're going shopping and there's a long queue do you get to a point where you struggle to wait your turn in the queue so for example i've done this i'll go shopping if there's a queue i'll be like fuck it i'm not i'm not waiting in that i can't do it i can't do it or if i ring the doctors and it goes you're number 38 in the queue. There'll be some people that will stand there for ages on the phone and get on with other things. I can't get on with anything else because I'm so stressed that I'm 38 in the queue that I'll just put the phone down and then I'll ring back.
0: Actually, actually, that is the, the example my psychiatrist gave about the supermarket, about um, have you ever just gone into one, it's been a big queue and you've left? And I said I didn't do that. But then when I spoke to Jamie, he was like, you definitely do do that and I've been with you when you've done it.
1: <laughs> I will starve if I have to wait in a queue. So if I'm out and about and I'm starving and there's a queue, I'll be like, no, can't do that. And I'll just go from one takeaway store to the no- to another restaurant and I'll just go through it. And if they all have queues, I'll just starve because I don't want to wait in the queue. And then I'll just, I don't know, run in and grab something quickly in, in the least... That's why I hate Christmas shopping because I can't stand the queues. I hate January sales because I can't stand the queues. I hate queuing yeah. for anything. So if I have to queue for something, I get so wound up and stressed. Off. I'm like stressed. I'm like, oh why can't I just be at the front. And at times, I've even like gone up to people and gone, can I, can I just, do you mind if I just like go in there? I've only got this to buy, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I don't You're even care because,
1: yeah, because because. No, but I mean, if you're shopping and someone's unloading their, their whole, whole bag, tray, and you've
0: got like one thing, yeah, and
1: you've just ran in for like a can of Diet Coke or something, and you're at the, you've got to wait, wait through all of that. And I will give people grace to do that. If they, yeah,
0: I've let people go in front of me. To be fair,
1: yeah, and I've done that before. Someone's gone. Do you mind if I just <laughs> slip in front? Of them? I'm like, yeah, yeah, this one. And then I see them getting the items out the basket, and every item that's coming out the basket, I'm getting more and more <laughs> because I'm just like, <laughs> you didn't say that you had a... Almost a shopping trolley full in there. I thought there was just a few
0: items.
1: (laughs) Uh, So that's the way I would separate those two, difficulty waiting the time. Okay, yeah,
0: Yeah. no, that makes sense. And then we've got interrupting
1: and intrudes on others, which, as you know, a new intro is let the interrupting begin because we're constantly interrupting each other. On this podcast, and uh, we can't wait our turn. So, (laughs) but there's many there's many things that you can intrude and interrupt on others. It doesn't mean you have to be rude. It just means that it comes out, or you start talking about something. And I know one massive symptom about this that's not actually written down, but it kind of falls into this bracket is when people finish your sentences. Oh
0: yeah, I do that in my head a lot. I don't do it out loud so much, but I definitely do it in my head.
1: So some people will actually try to help you finish the sentence. And it used to wind me up so much because I like to finish people's sentences or think about what they're saying. And even when I'm watching a film, I'm like, I know what they're going to say. I know what they're going to say. And uh, that's that's another symptom. So if you do interrupt people, intrude on others and finish people's sentences, whether that's out loud or in your head, this could be another symptom of ADHD. But remember, these symptoms must occur often. And it's not just something that just happens on a whim or very rare. And
0: they need they need to be in two settings or more as well. So it can't just be um you know or oh, when I'm out and I'm drunk I'll have these symptoms but at work I don't. It needs to needs to occur in sort of two or more places. Yeah. Yeah. So uh we got through that in
1: one episode. It's a little bit long. We did. Uh, but that's fine, you know. We we're, we're never consistent anyway with anything apart from uploading, which which is because of you. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't think I would have finished doing one episode. I would, well, if I'd done this podcast on my own, I would have done one episode and then probably not uploaded another one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> would probably have been the same. Though left them entirely to my own devices. There's definitely something to be said for an accountability.
1: show you you had 30 episodes. Written yeah, that's down. because
0: I hyper focused on it. I didn't do that again. That's
1: <laughs> true. Actually, we've got no episodes written anymore.
0: <laughs> no, now we just rock up and literally say whatever comes into our brain. I do want us to start getting back to a more more of a structured feel and like including studies and stuff. But I think at the moment. ADHD is still so new to me, like I'm still learning so much about it. I don't feel like I can do that yet. We'll get there, though.
1: We'll get there, because I did like some of the studies, although sometimes it was a bit stressful finding the studies. But maybe we could do like a thing where if we feel like a study is needed, we can include it and we don't always have to have one. yeah. So yeah. I think that talking good. about studies and uh things that we've not done before. Um which we we're trying to do is our little thing at the end where we talk about a meme or something that we find funny. Um and I've got one this week. Uh so I saw this okay. I saw this meme and it says well it's not a meme it's like a quote really. Being diagnosed later in life uh, is like watching a TV show with a huge plot t- twist that's revealed at the end of the season and then re-watching it with this new knowledge and picking up on all the foreshadowing and getting upset that you didn't see all of it before. And I think that explains perfectly the, where we come to. We,
0: yeah, that definitely is how I feel about life right now.
1: We had all this backlog of all our episodes and to be honest, <laughs> we had known we had ADHD when we started the podcast. <laughs> I don't know how we didn't know. I should have just had given
0: our catalogue to my psychiatrist. Been like, there's no need to assess me. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here
1: you go. These are all the problems that I have. <laughs> all the procrastination. All of the... Self-care routines we can't follow. All of the sleep disorders. All of the
0: interrupting. <laughs> We'd have done a much better job of representing myself than, than I actually did.
1: Yeah, but then I think uh, if you're going to expect your psychiatrist to listen to like 30 plus hours of us oh, talking. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah to be fair, probably it yeah. was quicker
0: to just do an assessment.
1: <laughs> yeah, a few hours. A few hours, that's all they need with you, Shell. <laughs> anyway, I think... Uh, We'll end the episode there this week because we're coming up to 30 minutes. Thank you very much for listening to us as usual. If you have any questions or you have anything you want to say, or maybe you want to join us on the podcast, then send us a message. All our information will be in the show notes below. And uh, yeah, we'll sort that out.
0: Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks.
1: Bye. Bye. Alright that's everything this week guys but if you want to carry on with the conversation join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick.
0: We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay we'll see you in the next one. Bye bye. Bye.